Hey, yo, what's good, man? It's your host, Cleve. Welcome to the Third Coast Podcast with my man. Joe, what it do, Gators? What it do, man? It's your host, Cleve. This week is going to be some interesting topics we're going to cover. I can't believe that there's so many banned foods in the United States. Yeah, neither can I. It's a, it's a shame that um most of these delicacies can't be inquired on, but some of them I do kind of understand for the for the health reasons. So. Speaking of health, uh, we got some weird conditions that we're going to dive into also this week and some weird laws in the United States and a whole bunch more. But uh, welcome back to Third Coast Podcast. How are you doing today, Cleve? Uh, doing pretty good. It's Sunday, feeling like a lazy day. It rained last night, and uh, so this morning everything was just uh, kind of still like moist, damp, kind of cool, you know, just simple day, laundry day. How about you? Good, good. I had a, a very interesting week, to say the least. Short rundown on that, like some kid got caught with like a hit list at school and then had a had a death on China's side of the family, so it's been a been interesting week, but uh other than that, though, take everything day by day and, you know, just a small thing. It's like, it's so weird. Like, you never think that shit like that happened to your kids at, you know, the school they're going to. Right. And uh, just having, like, the talk with them and the understanding behind the whole situation. It's just weird. You know, it's a lot sometimes. Like I said, take every every day that you're on earth. Breathing is a good day to be alive. Right. Yeah, to kind of pick that up some, you know, like my week was pretty fair. My birthday had passed uh, January Ooh, 19th. happy birthday, Cleve. Oh, wrong button. <laughs> Already <laughs> wrong button, Name it two minutes into the show. But yeah, it was my birthday, uh, January 19th, and, you know, it was pretty good. Got multiple cakes. Uh, got more surprises than expected. You know, Ooh. I'm getting older. Uh, 33 now. Ooh. Hey, you know, I'm so 33, a, too. Yeah, it's a, it's a good number. You know, for what it stands for, you know, yeah, thirty three. So you're, uh, we're kind of vice versa in age because I'm a eighty. Uh, technically, I was born uh, the last month of the eighties and uh, eighty nine December. Lucky. And then you're fresh in the nineties. You're one of the first children of the nineties. Right. So yeah, the you know the cusp of that whole decade being on the cusp of the nineties, cusp of the uh, Capricorn and Aquarius. You know, I'm just hanging in the balance, you know, real chill. And uh, you're not, you're Aquarius or? Oh, I'm a Capricorn. A Capricorn, yeah. We were talking about that the other day. I, I always thought that the whole month of uh, January was Aquarius. Is, all right, all right. Something like that. I got a question, though. This is uh, way off topic. It just came off the top of my head. What's your favorite type of king cake? Or do you have a favorite? I don't think I particularly have a favorite. I mean, I just know the, like, I know they have, like, Creamfield King Cakes. Yeah. Um, I just like the original one, like the cinnamon one. You ever had the Boudin King Cake before? I have not had the Boudin King Cake. Me neither. I've seen some advertisement here recently and heard a few people put some good things about it, but I guess my favorite King Cake would be just the old regular old cream cheese one. Yeah, my mom gets that one, um... Like, uh, I'm not too sure. I know they have blueberry, like the blueberry. The strawberry. Cake, strawberry. Yeah, a whole bunch of them. But it's just like a big cinnamon roll is all it really is. Right. Don't ask me to say that five times in a row. 
for uh, everybody out there. We've gathered y'all here today. And me and Cleve actually came up with this little thing. It's called Down With The Sickness. And it's just uh, some uh, weird medical conditions that we have came across in our vigorous studies of the medical world by vigorous studies. I mean, probably just a glimpse over all the crazy things that are out there. But I want to start this with, uh, you ever heard of Jerusalem syndrome? No, I have not. So apparently this is a psychological disorder that people develop after visiting the Holy Land, a.k.a. Jerusalem. And the sufferers begin having obsessed ideas about religion and even starting having delusions and cases actually do clear up within the week but it's uh, something along the lines that they feel so dirty and they want because they visited jerusalem and it's like something kicks off in their head wanting to be a peer you know restart over type stuff yeah so uh i don't know it's just uh, a lot of these things that we've been talking about recently it's like man i have never heard of no one ever getting that you know yeah that sounds like something that would happen like whenever um they do like this walk of faith where they like walk like the 40 days out into the desert and they come back supposed to have like this uh enlightened like basically they're supposed to have a, a vision of a religious context of like who they are and like i guess what their role is in the world and how to help people yeah so it could be connected i don't know you go uh, journey down this list but the walking corpse syndrome it's a neurological disorder that a person actually just believes that they're dead or their soul has left their body. And uh, it's a really rare condition, and it's hard to really pinpoint the cause or triggers that person might be inflicted by this. And patients uh, spontaneously experience a full recovery just out of nowhere. They go from being like... Lifeless and cold to... Yeah, to just being like, hey, what happened? But... I was going to say, I was wondering how would that affect things like pain if you believe that you're a corpse? Like if you get like punctured or shot or like would that any, like would that affect anything of the nerve system? Maybe that's what the spontaneous recovery is. Yeah, you know, it's like, it's like you oh, know, you're a zombie. Like, oh, you're like, I was like, oh, no. shit, I'm alive. <laughs> I'm alive now. <laughs> 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 I can't even. I got so. Oh man! Imagine if that was like a comedy skit for like a zombie thing. You know what I'm saying? Hey, that's the cure right it, there. It's like the cure, just getting shot. Oh no, I'm alive now. I'm not a zombie no more. <laughs> <laughs> or like, imagine like you know, like in the zombie stuff, like they mix in with the zombies sometimes and cover themselves with like blood or the zombie guts and stuff, so they can walk with the undead and pretend like they're the undead and stuff. Right? Won't they ever show like? You know, like someone runs up and they start shooting the zombies down, you know, and they're like in the middle. Hey, no, no, stop shooting me. I'm real. (laughs) I'm a real boy. Yeah, that's uh, like, yeah, something that would be like in a zombie parody or zombie comedy. Like, yeah, that sounds pretty funny, though. But what's some more you got to like? I see one on mine. Uh, If you don't mind me sharing. Give me just a second. It's called Pika. Can you imagine eating things like stone, chalk and soap on the regular? That's that's what the compulsive eating disorder pica involves, craving and ingesting non-food items possibly due to an iron or zinc deficiency. According to research, it's more common in children than adults and can cause problems with teeth and digestive system. But ever pregnant, oh, I'm sorry, even, even pregnant women are one of the most likely groups to suffer from the, 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 
damn, I can't talk today, from the disease. Oh, that's crazy. Iron deficiency within pregnant women is a very, very common thing. Like, even China, uh, when she was pregnant with Ma, she had that. And they all that stuff, too, to get uh, the right nutrients. All that shit's nasty as fuck. Them iron droplets and, like, iron oh, gummies yeah. and stuff. Ugh. Yeah, it leaves, like, a, a pretty strong aftertaste. Yeah, I'm... I take uh, multivitamins, but I had tried it just to see what it tasted like because China was telling me how bad it was. And you know me, I'm like, it can't be that bad. It can't taste that bad. And I took, you know. Yeah, you gave a little taste taste. And got that, like that, that weird fucking cringy face and stuff. But in that disease, they eat like, probably like nickels and stuff like that too also. Yeah, like people eat nickels, dirt. Yeah, it's like all signs of pica. Okay, I got one for you. Uh, foreign uh, accent syndrome, a rare condition, causes people to develop a foreign accent, not actually speak another language, just an associated accent. Uh, the disorder is caused by damage to parts of the brain associated with speech. Stroke, blunt force trauma, any trauma to the brain, or tumors are the com- common cause. The accent usually isn't good, and someone that speaks the language can't understand what they're saying but it's just like it has a hint to that accent but it's more of like a gibberish thing probably like my accent on the last episode oh shout out to episode 179 uh glorophobia oh glossophobia glossophobia uh yeah there was some uh interesting interesting things that was talked about on that episode and uh new characters uh uh, new voiceovers uh shout out to our past artist of the week from episode 179 uh sammy lay make sure y'all go check her out she's got some banging music out there and uh make sure you check out third coast podcast at 5000 com on all major streaming platforms instagram tiktok facebook and check us out on apple music spotify google Podcasts, apple Podcasts, stitcher cashbox audible iHeartRadio and all the other platforms that I may have missed. And uh, shout out to the TCP Horde. Keep sending them dank memes and telling us being a part of Horde and all that nice jazz. Jumping back into this uh, down down with the sickness <laughs> medical thing, conditions, orders, and stuff we've came across. Uh, jumping Frenchmen of Maine. This condition <laughs> is named at the French Canadian Lumberjacks in northern Maine in the 1870s. The real name is hyperplexia. It is extreme reaction to stimuli that causes uncontrollable jumps and startling induced falls. Most people first experience symptoms right after birth, referring as stiff baby syndrome. This syndrome can be treated by benzopines, which is a drug used to treat anxiety and seizures. But the whole time I was re- uh, reading that and thinking... I wonder what their favorite song would be if they what would had their favorite song be. Jump around. Jump, 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 jump around. <laughs> jump, 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 jump around. It's not right. <laughs> okay. Number five, Doctor Strange Love Syndrome is an uncontrollable hand or limb movement named after the title character in the 1964 movie How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb a political comedy film about the Cold War fears, also known as AHS, uh, alien hand syndrome. From time to time, when the other hand is engaged, the affected hand may hop in and try to interfere 
with the other hand or something to counteract what the other hand is doing. Basically, one hand has a mind of its own. And when I was uh, doing the research for this one, Cleve, I thought of the movie Idle Hands. You ever seen the movie Idle Hands? It's like a Idle comedy par- parody movie. So his hand in the movie gets possessed. I don't, I don't think I have. His, I don't think oh. I've seen it. You'll find the links after the show, and you're going to watch that shit tonight. Okay. This shit's funny. <laughs> or whenever you get free time, I'm not demanding. But anyways, gotcha. in the movie, somehow or another, his hand gets possessed by a demon. It's like the whole thing about like idle hands or the devil's playground or whatever. Right, yeah. So old dude's hand gets possessed, right? And he ends up like cutting it off because it starts trying to kill him, you know, doing the whole this syndrome, right? Then eventually the hand starts killing his friends and stuff like that till he eventually, I forget how the movie actually ends or whatever, but I just thought of that movie with this syndrome. It's an interesting syndrome, man. No, no, it's fine. Yeah, like... Nah, you're good, man. Like, I'm I'm going to pull this one up. It's uh, called Cold Allergy. In the thick of the winter season, everyone feels like they're allergic to the cold, but this condition is a real thing. Familial Cold Autoinflammatory Syndrome, or FCAS, or Eucateria. I'm sorry. Everything from rashes and joint pain to fatigue, blurred vision, and nausea occur within one to two hours of that exposure and then typically go away within 24 hours, according to the National Organization for Rare Disorders. Dang. So cold allergy. You know, so like anything like this hard freeze that passed by a couple weeks ago, anybody with this sickness would, um, you know, they would suffer the symptoms of like nausea, pain, fatigue, blurred vision, you know, rashes and joint pain. Or you could just eat the local pizza hut here in town and get all that in one swing. (laughs) (laughs) it was is that a a stab hey no fuck that they got me sick i'll never forget you know when i did break down uh ordered another pizza and it was fine but i'll never forget that time i ordered that pizza and they got me sick as shit yeah i would have waited months i I did it it took me like four four or five months before i got pizza from there again and it was i was very reluctant to eat it afterwards needless to say okay I can't read the scientific name, but tree man disease is an inherited skin disorder where wart-like lesions develop due to the HPV or human papilloma virus. Papilloma virus. Not just any warts, though. They build up so much on the hands and feet that it results in a tree-like appearance and becomes difficult for those with the disorder to use them. Oh, golly. That sounds painful. Yeah, they got actually shots now that they give the kids at 11 to prevent, like, uh, HPV. Right, yeah. And they have, like... It's a treatable thing now. Yeah, they have different surgeries, too, that can undergo. Oh, yeah, the whole, uh, the whole like, I'd say the universe around, like, that uh, disease HPV, there's a whole bunch of crazy shit that you can... you. You can like get, and it really affects women yeah, harshly. Yeah, harshly kind of, from having kids, and yeah, it just can like fuck how, up all the reproductive parts of a woman's body. So, right, dudes out there, make sure y'all go get checked and know yeah. what you have. Yeah, make you it, know, yeah, that's keep very, it clean. Your sex, you know, your sexual uh, health is very important, and you need to know what you have or if you have anything at all, and how to protect yourself and stuff like that from yeah. other things, because a lot of it. You can get stuff to protect you, like HPV. You can get the 
get the shot. Right. Yeah, just take those protective measures, you know. You know, self-love is the best love. And when you're sharing that love, you know, you got to make sure it's protected. Yeah, when you're mixing them energies and chakras and becoming one with your spouse or whoever. Or if you're just having fun. You <laughs> or know? you just out you out there. <laughs> if you you out there doing your thing, just you always got to be a little careful, especially nowadays. Right. Another syndrome, kind of off topic, but it's called vampire syndrome. Vampires might be a thing of spooky stories, but xeroderma pigmentosum is a real yet rare skin disorder that makes people have heightened sensitivity to the sun's UV rays, so much that according to Nord, they have a 10,000-fold increased risk of developing skin cancer. Because of this, those with the condition often avoid the sun to avoid blisters and other damage that can occur in as little as 10 minutes of sun exposure. Damn. That means they're just, their skin can't stand UV rays, basically? Yeah, it, wow. it entirely rejects, like, the whole UVs, and it just, it causes their skin to, like, burn on contact, like. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, they have a 10,000, 10,000% likeliness of catching the cancer, probably from third-degree burns from the UV rays. Damn. Riding the skin. Cooking that ass. The sun cooks them people. And less than 10 minutes, talk about a fried egg yolk walking out. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but the opposite, you know, the werewolf syndrome. Like vampires, werewolves are typically only seen in scary movies, but there's a disorder called werewolf syndrome that causes excessive werewolf-like hair growth across the entire body, face included in both men and women. It can be hard to get rid of while it can be present at birth, it can also develop later on in life, too. I actually have that one, too. Congregial hyperrichicals languish. No, I, I jacked that all up. Yeah, I'm not going for the scientific names. Yeah, today. I jacked it. Uh, yeah, and they say that even uh, laser hair removal can't permanently remove some of the hair, and it can grow all over the place, all over the face, nose, all over the body. Right. And basically like me, it's just my hair don't grow all over my eyes and my forehead. Yeah, it's like not the forehead <laughs> or the cheeks or the nose even. It's like from sideburns down the rest of my body. I'm pretty much that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty, I was like, damn, I found something that I, I diagnosed myself diagnosis at, at home. I was like, werewolf syndrome. Huh? Hmm. Seems kind of interesting. Uh, hair that covers more than 80% of the body. Check. <laughs> Nice. I got one for you, Cleve. Alice in Wonderland Syndrome. In Lewis Carroll's 1865 fan, uh, fantasy novel, Alice in Wonderland, the main character exp experiences magical transformation, such as shrinking and expanding, also known as Todd Syndrome, usually uh, presents, uh, presents itself in the patient in the form of migraines that distort the perception of size and distance. Episodes can last up to an hour involving seeing objects or people very small, big, or farther away than they actually are. Patients can also experience extreme hallucinations as well as inaccurate sense of time passing very slowly or often too many times quickly. It typically affects younger children and can occur uh, at the onset of sleep most of the time. Yeah, it's more of what I was thinking, more like the psychedelic disorder. Yeah, something along them lines. Right, yeah, where it 
it affects like field and death perception of like reality as a whole. I want to say I've actually heard of that one, but again, it's pretty rare. I got one. Uh, you ever, I know, you know, people that have like, they excessively sweat or, uh, you ever heard uh, people that have like halitosis and stuff? Yeah. Okay. Well, I got something that takes the cake. And if you have this syndrome, I feel so bad for you. Uh, this syndrome is the fish odor syndrome. Uh oh. Oh, this is a <laughs> metabolic disorder that is triggered by an enzyme deficiency that presents uh, prevents the breakdown of uh, TMA, uh, trimethylamine chemical, a byproduct of uh, protein digestive responsible for the offensive smell associated with dying fish. As a result, a fishy odor is detected in the patient's urine, sweat, and breath. And there is no cure for this at all. The only thing that they can offer is a TMA-free diet to prevent it. So no fish oils, no eating fish at all. Yeah, man, you got to be fish-free. Yeah, no seafood or anything in the fishy world. I feel like that would affect, like, the pH balance of everything that you come in contact with. Like, if you're not drinking anything that can remove that, yeah, but that's got to be bad, though. Yeah, just imagine you you playing basketball, you trying, or you in the gym, you trying to work up a sweat. I bet you don't do, I bet someone that's up from that don't do You can't nothing. even have a dating life with it. <laughs> yeah, Matt. <laughs> imagine you in the works, you know what I'm saying? You starting to get a little hot, a little heavy. She's like... Damn, what's that fishy smell? Don't worry about that. <laughs> it's getting... Oh, getting ratchet. <laughs> it's getting... Oh, God, I can't stand it. <laughs> so fishy. Hey, that go down today. I think it got some women with this syndrome. Right <laughs> we ain't taking no shots at anybody on here. <laughs> Speaking of cringeworthy, you know, experiences, this uh, disease... It causes a a crawling sensation on the skin. Morgellons disease, like there's a bug on you, is one of the most uh, cringeworthy experiences. Unfortunately for those with Morgellons disease, that is a very common occurrence. According to past research, those with the disease have skin lesions that contain multicolored fibers produced by the skin cells due to a bacterial infection. And on top of the crawling feeling, those itchy skin rashes and sores are usually accompanied by fatigue, depression, difficulty concentrating, and short-term memory loss, says the Mayo Clinic. Morgellons disease. That sounds like when I have to go to work <laughs> on Monday morning, how I feel. Oh, just itchy, like the bugs itchy. crawling. <laughs> oh, man, that's got to be terrible, though. Right. Yeah, just... just... Uh, I mean, I have like a a spot, like a light case of uh, eczema dry skin on like my legs. And sometimes it is, but I could imagine like having that creepy crawl. Cause I remember like going to hunt in the woods and you don't see the big banana spider. You walk right into that big ass web and you feel it. Yeah, you get that feeling whenever you walk into a cobweb. Or you just feel it. You think that it's on you. Man, get a. You get a whiff of that fentanyl, boy. You can feel oh, yeah, you definitely, you definitely look like you have that syndrome you right there. Be syndrome. over there tweaked out. Real quick. Tweaked out or six feet under. This podcast is not sponsored by drugs. No, <laughs> uh, this podcast is sponsored by drug prevention. Just don't do it, guys. It ain't worth it. It really isn't. It ain't worth your life. Or someone else's life. You never know. But 
You ever heard of exploding head syndrome, Cleve? <laughs> Imagine the sound like gunshots, symbols, or explosions going off in your head as you try to go fall to sleep. Uh, oh, damn. Even though it does not cause physical pain or swelling, this symptom, known as exploding head syndrome, is very alarming and disruptive to the sufferer's sleep. This condition is likely brought on by insomnia, uh, general sleep uh, disruptions, and certain types of anxiety can is also been known to cause this. Some people, it happens to them once in a lifetime, where others can experience them multiple times a night. And the only real cure about it is fixing the sleep pattern. They say lack of sleep is what causes that. And it's one of those things, just like the uh, Alice in Wonderland syndrome, it's on the onset of sleep. Right, yeah, so it'll cause hallucinations if it's ongoing for more than three days. And it's interesting, you know, it kind of reminds me of, like, the people that kind of come back from the wars and stuff and, you know, they have trouble sleeping or, you know, because of, like, the harsh conditions that they're in. Like, some of them walk anywhere from, like, 5 to 15 miles a day, like, trying to reset up, like, different uh, outposts or things of that nature. You know, I feel like a lot of the mental health and the different diseases that come from that can come due to a person's experience or exposure even the certain things, certain conditions, even the foods that uh we're gonna talk about later can have an effect on like the way that um we naturally have like bacteria that we have to keep balanced with like different uh fats like amino fats and you know our carbs, our calorie intake and all those different things that, you know, affect the way the body functions. You know, a healthy body is um it's definitely key to, you know, a longer, you know, I guess a longer path and a longer life, you know, it's just, uh, I feel most of those are preventable. It's just, nobody has the time to invest directly to it because people want to be compensated for the time they spent into doing this say, research and coming across this, this, this discovery, even to discover that there is a rare disease, there should be a discovery for a cure. You know, it goes hand in hand, not one without the other. Yeah, I know uh, recently, though, that they have uh, they almost got AIDS on like a, I know that they have actually cured it in a few people and they're doing like human trials or they were doing human trials. Last time I, uh, I did some research, I heard about it and uh, they're on the cusp or of getting AIDS under control like they have it damn near good. Hold up. Can you get a shot to be prevented from AIDS? I think you can. Now. You have a treatment. Like, yeah. I know there's, like, treatments for the AIDS and HIV if you're, you know, active. It, like, makes it dormant. Like, the treatment makes it dormant. Yeah, to I've seen it, that. It but only makes you a Do they carrier. have, like, preventive it? Or is it just reactive medicine to it? I think it? it's just reactive because, oh, again, okay. like, you could be a host or a carrier, but as long as you're taking your medicine, you can't pass it. You know, even if you're a host of this disease, you can't pass it to another person as long as you're taking your medicine. That's kind of like uh, hepatitis C. That's something that you can you can get. And a lot of people get that from like dirty needles and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, hepatitis, um, the HIVAs, I think herpes is another one that they have treatments for. They have, um, I don't know, just like the... Ugh. No, uh, but uh, uh, thank y'all for enjoying our segment uh, into uh, down with the sickness. We'll be right back.
So, Cleve, I want to tell you about what I have found. Uh, besides, you know, the dumb laws, I couldn't believe. Like, you can't even open an umbrella in the street in Alabama, apparently, without receiving a citation. Oh, yeah, something about it spooking the horses or something like that. Okay, so uh, some we're going to call this top, the top, you heard that little buzz. I put my phone too close to the mic. Uh, top dumb laws in the United States. Okay. Uh, I got one for you right off the bat, Cleve. No getting drunk in bars. Where, which state you think this is? It's somewhere on the East Coast, I think. Uh, Just throw something out there. Like Vermont? Alaska. Ah, Alaska. It's illegal to be drunk while in a bar in Alaska. Yes, a bar. Uh, you know, one place people go specifically to get drunk. People who are already drunk must not knowingly enter a bar to drink more either, nor then can they remain in the bar once they got drunk in the first place. Basically, you see your own dr- drunken judgment to decide at the point in which you had <laughs> enough to ki- kick yourself out. Uh, <laughs> laugh all you want, but please still enforce this law. Uh, also illegal in Alaska is viewing a moose from an airplane or pushing moose out of a- an airplane for that matter. Waking a sleep a sleeping bear to take a photo of it yeah, and bring in flaming, flamingos into barbershops. To think the situation the person have to be in for that law to be passed. Well, it ain't got no sign that say I can't bring my flamingo. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Like what <laughs> argument would have to take place for that to become a law? Uh, I don't know what. And why would it be such a thing? Because wouldn't fl- is and then it says a flamingo. Are we talking like a real flamingo We're person? Talk- I'm thinking a real flamingo or a plastic one that you put in your yard. Because <laughs> either way, if I had a flamingo plastic or real, and I wanted to get you know a fresh fade, or actually just go in there and let them cut me down bald because I don't grow fucking hair like I used to. <laughs> Anyways, and I brought my fucking flamingo in there and I couldn't. I couldn't go in, and then they want to ticket me? I'd be in jail in Alaska. I bet you jail in Alaska fucking sucks, too, by the way, because it's cold as fuck in Louisiana when you when you know you're on that iron. Man, Alaska got that <laughs> isolation, man. They got the mountain ranges. I, I bet they got... you it's so cold. Just imagine, Joe, just going to just fucking jail, not prison, just going to jail, and you know how you get, you know, short, you know, here's... If you know, depending, here's your jumpsuit or however they do, but you ain't going to have much clothes, you know what I'm saying, than being the cold in Alaska. Right. No, no, I might not. I retract. I might not bring my flamingo in there. Uh, got another one for you, Cleve. In this state, uh, it's illegal to pronounce the state name wrong. Oh, I know Which this Which state one. is this? It's Arkansas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know that one. <laughs> Before you make any plans to visit uh, Arkansas, you better practice the pronunciate the proper pronunciation of the state, or you can find yourself in hot water. State code strictly in, uh, reinforces that Arkansas is pronounced one way and one way only. Three syllables with the accent on the first and last syllable and a silent s at the end. There's <laughs> having none of your arc. Kansas. Oh, none of your Arkansas. Arkansas. Also illegal in Arkansas is keeping alligators in bathtubs, getting uh, getting a raise as a teacher after bobbing your hair. Yeah, or, wearing a bob. Uh, killing any <laughs> killing any living creature whatsoever. 
uh, and honking your horn at a sandwich shop at 9 p.m. Gosh. <laughs> I can keep going. I, I mean. No, this is funny, though. Like, I didn't write too many down. I just wrote a few. Okay. Uh, so, in this state, uh, pickles must bounce. I saw that when it was, uh, I think, Connecticut? Yes. I was Connecticut. Uh, in Connecticut, a pickle uh, cannot be considered a pickle nor sold as one <laughs> unless it bounces when it's dropped from a height of one foot in the air. The state regulation <laughs> was a result of de- devilish pickle packers selling substandard pickles that obviously didn't bounce. <laughs> Thus, a new law was born. Hold, hold up. De- devilish pickle pickle packers devilish pickle packers uh, hey thank y'all again for listening and uh checking out episode one 180 uh devilish pickle packers <laughs> <laughs> thank you connecticut oh your pen your pickles must bounce to a what the fuck who the fuck is that a thing though like pickles have to bounce I've never heard of that in my entire fucking existence. Hey, it on ain't Earth. a pickle if it don't bounce. That's a hell of a fucking catchphrase. D- them devilish pickle packers. <laughs> also Ill- uh, illegal in uh, <laughs> Connecticut is keeping town records where liquor is sold. Biking over 35 miles per hour. Walking downward after sunset. Crossing the street while walking, wa- walking on your hands. Educating dogs. <laughs> Or the beautification to sing, hum, or whistle while attending to a customer. And where where can't you educate dogs? In Connecticut. Oh, wow. Krampus. Oh, there is no uh, shout out to the Krampus cleanup. Uh, and shout out to the dumb dog we found in the ditch who chews aluminum cans and any and everything possible that comes near him. He wants to chew it or uh, have some... Uh, well, Extra me, uh, ac- activities with it. Yeah, let me uh, throw in that. Blankets. You. Okay, in, in this state, supposedly no one may be arrested on a Sunday or July Fourth. Ooh, uh, I'm gonna go with Oregon. It's Ohio. Oh, 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 Ohio. Yeah, yeah, in Ohio, you may not. Yeah, no one can be arrested on a Sunday or July Fourth. You are not allowed to run out of gas in your vehicle. What are they going to do if you run out of gas? Well, probably tow it, but... So if you run know. out of gas, they're going to give you a... Hey, I know you you don't hey, have no gas. You a- stuck on the side of the road, but... Uh, no, go good right quick. Let me get my pen, my pen and paper out real quick. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, go serve them Where's your yeah. license at, sir? Uh, hey, license it's a hardship, man. Whenever you're breaking down on the side of the road, you know, traffic busy, the crime is high, you know. Imagine if they're assholes, too, when they give you the ticket, like, huh, driving in Ohio. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they are. You ran out of gas? You didn't pass no gas stations? Uh, Oh, oh, you didn't see it. You didn't see your gas light on, huh? Yeah, no shade. Yeah, I got something to fix that right quick. Oh, no seatbelt, too? Yeah, no (laughs) shade to anyone in Ohio, but I have not heard many positive things. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I wonder what the the fine, too, for that is. It's like, hmm, you ran out of gas. What's the tank? What size uh, motor are you driving right here? Oh, that's a a V8? Mm Mm-hmm. How many gallons? That's 14, 14 gallon tank. Let, what, but what if it happens on a Sunday? <laughs> 14. Ooh, oh, imagine how pissed he would be, too. Yeah, he wouldn't be able up. to do anything. But, I mean, you wouldn't go to jail. They'd write you aside. Yeah, just imagine write if you do go to jail for running out of gas. Oh, you want to run out of gas in our state? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
What's that? Okay. That odor, that okay. green leafy odor smell. This one, yeah, I got a big <laughs> kick out of this one though. Okay, so in this state, dominoes may not be played on Sunday, and bear wrestling is prohibited on Sundays. <laughs> no, bear wrestling is prohibited altogether. So, but you can't play dominoes on a Sunday in this state. You can't play bones on this man. Oh, okay, okay. I get to guess the state, right? Uh, yeah, you get to guess the state. Uh, Mississippi. Close. Is bear wrestling? Uh, yeah, it's bear wrestling. Uh, yeah, I'm going Mississippi. No, it's uh, it's Alabama. Oh God! You can't play dominoes in Alabama on a Sunday. So, so and you the, can't watch Roll Tide on a Sunday either. So yeah, you can't watch that old bear wrestling either. <laughs> Who the fuck wants to wrestle a bear? Like, you know what I said I'm saying? the same thing. Like, is that a thing? Like, wrestling bears in Alabama? I mean, cockfights are, you know, a support. It's it's illegal. Dog fights are illegal. You know, yeah, I, but I, I would assume they say bear fighting like a human fighting a bear or bears fighting each other. Who the f- Why would you... Who referee... And who's the referee of these two, four, five hundred pound animals fighting each other? Oh, what happens if it's, uh, what do you call that one of those in-the-window laws? You know, bear wrestling is allowed. Oh, no. Yeah. And it's a southern state, too. I wouldn't put it past them. Hey, you never know. It's a lot of things that aren't tolerated, like in this state. <laughs> it is illegal. He's <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> okay, so moving along, moving forward. In this state, it's illegal to fish while driving across a bridge, and women can also be fined for sleeping under a hairdryer as well as the salon owner. Sounds like something. Uh, South Dakota. It's Florida. Oh. Yeah, in Florida, it's illegal to fish while driving across the bridge. I'm just thinking of like, you know, like you got the the group of friends all drunk. It's like I want to fly fishing, and and then you know it's like, well, we got some poles in the back, Chuck. <laughs> so it's like they get in the back of the truck. It's like so they just start casting off of the like just to think like somebody casting off of the bridge if the line was just to blow the wrong way in the wind. Yeah, but imagine that fishing line going sixty miles an hour down the road and decapitating somebody. Exactly. Like some like ghost ship type shit. Like when the thing snapped and killed everybody on the dance floor. Oh, shit. Yeah, I forgot about that. What happens if they catch a fish, too, and it would yank them out? Oh, I got one. I got And it rips them out the window. You know what Or I'm even yank them out the back of the truck, depending on how they're casting. So, uh, got to shout out uh, Aaron out there in uh, Florida. He had sent me a picture. And it was a picture of uh, an alligator, uh, alligator warning sign. Yeah. It says, do not feed. That's not feed, pet, take pictures, or molest the alligators. And this is in Florida. And I was God. like. Oh, yeah. They're getting serious. Down there. They're getting weird. <laughs> when that temperature drops, that reptile blood gets not pumping as fast and they slow down. Yeah, As a Florida man, I've been here for years. I know that's the perfect time. Come up behind the alligator and take a selfie with him. As a Florida man, I'm going to, you know, they say they got some cold-blooded reptiles out there, but I'm going to warm it up real good, right? <laughs> do it, do it. Nice, nice and deep, like. Do it, Cleve. You know you want to. Nah, not nice and deep, but I'm going <laughs> to caress it. Soft and slowly.
soft as slow like. Uh, but anyway, no gorilla is allowed in the back seat of any car. And uh, on that note, R.I.P. Harambe, we still remember you. Harambe? Harambe. You remember the gorilla got shot because the little boy climbed oh, yeah, in there? Yeah, true, yeah. So which uh, in, in state? The... Which state? Uh, Massachusetts. God damn it. I didn't even get a chance. I didn't even get a chance to guess it. That's I why I get for being be too slow. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, bro. No, nah, you're good. No, nah, it just. So know, the, you just... can't ride with a gorilla in your backseat. Yeah, no gorilla is allowed in the backseat of any car. It, it, it makes me think, you know, it's like the. The neighborhood I grew up is a lot of self-proclaimed gorillas out there that ride around with the bang in the car. And it just makes me think in Massachusetts, like the actual gorilla in the backseat. Like, who, like for one, I never knew gorillas Ain't were gorillas kept. fucking huge? Yeah, for one, they're huge. The they're not they're native, like, three, like to my knowledge. Pounds? Yeah, they're not native of this country. Like, they had to no, be imported in. Yeah, it'd be zoo shit. Yeah, like some zoo. Yeah, so who would transport a gorilla in that sense? And why would they? Again, it's like some of these laws. It like makes me think of like in what situation at the time that it was like put in the play the things that were being in the in the course of an event. It might be. I think a lot of times when it comes to some of these laws or just some of them, not all, because of course there is definitely some laws that are put in place for some very terrible reasons through United States history. But right. I think some of them have uh, comically slipped through the loopholes and it's like, should we take it off? I, I think it's a comical thing. Like, of course, someone has had, if we're talking about it in Louisiana, the people up in Massachusetts should know about this law that they can't have gorillas or is it like like a real backstory? Like, did people really ride around with gorillas, transporting from zoo to zoo? Or, or like, was it like an animal poaching ring that just like illegally, you know, moved gorillas throughout the, you know, throughout the state or whatever? Like, if they were going up to Canada, if they were going further south to like a warmer region to house the gorilla? I don't know that. You never know. Uh, I got one for you. Uh, in this state, Khalif, you can only eat chicken fingers. With your fingers. Chicken fingers. It sounds like a southern state. Is it Kentucky? No. No, it's Georgia. It's Georgia. Close. In Gainesville, Georgia, finger-licking chicken is not just a catchy slogan. It's literally the law. Since 1961, it's been illegal to use utensils to eat fried chicken or self-proclaimed poultry capital of the world. And this is still in city code today. Also illegal in Georgia is carrying ice cream cones in your back pocket on Sundays, using profanity in front of a corpse at a funeral home, keeping donkeys in bathtubs. I think it's also illegal in Alabama to keep any ice cream product in your back pocket. Who the fuck wants to put ice cream in their... Never mind. I'm not even going to ask that question. <laughs> I already knew what I was about to ask and let's not even go there. Yeah, get that old pudding pop. <laughs> Low. Devilish pick, pickle poppers. Uh, pickle packer. Pickle packer. Devilish pickle packer. <laughs> uh, okay, so. Uh, what else we got? In this state, there's actual rules for cat. Black cats on the thirteenth of every month. Yeah, what you think? 
Indiana. Bullshit. Good. What? Oh. Uh, and fresh lick. <laughs> in, in Fresh Lick Springs. Hold up. Who the fuck names a place Fresh Lick? Hey. Hey, man, you been to Fresh Lick? Yeah, it sounds like a good oh. place to vacation. I went there last night. <laughs> uh, in Fresh Lick Springs, Indiana, <laughs> black cats are required by law to wear belts on their collars on Friday the 13th. This law, are you serious, Juan? The law was introduced on fr- Friday the 13th in 1939 in an attempt to quell people's superstitions about black cats and black lusts uh, on an already stressful time, which was around the start of World War II. Also illegal in Indiana, receiving money for holding a puppet show, catching a fish with your bare hands. Oh, damn. Uh, standing in a bar if you're a man. What? Yeah, standing standing in a bar if you're a man and carrying a cocktail from a bar to a table. Oh, wow. Well, I get the, yeah, I get the I, I get the drink, the, yeah, I the, get the drinking drink. one, like moving a drink, because especially now, uh, to all the, uh, to all the lady folk out there, be careful when you're at a bar or out in a public area and don't leave your drink unattended. Right. Yeah. You that's some. a big thing right now. Like you just be careful, make sure, fuck it. Need a, you just drink beer and you get a beer and pop the top. You never have to worry about none of that bullshit. You know what I'm saying? But never set it down. Oh yeah. True. Just be careful. Yeah, just set it down when you're finished with it. Okay, uh, I got one for you, Cleve. In this state, you cannot advertise on tombstones. You can't advertise on, on tombstones. tombstones. Yeah. South Dakota. No, Maine. Maine. If uh, you're ever considering a gravestone as well as a potential spot for your ad placement. Okay, look, before <laughs> I read any more of this, Koba. Since you don't want to call in, we get the new cord in on the on the show. I'm gonna talk some shit because I know you're gonna be listening. When you die, I'm gonna knock over your gravestone. I'm gonna live long enough, first off, just to do this. And I'm gonna go over there. I'm gonna knock your shit off. I'm gonna put a big ass Third Coast podcast gravestone on you, and put gingivitis underneath it, and put an arrow pointing down, <laughs> like on the grave. Like this is exactly <laughs> where this motherfucker is. <laughs> Hopefully we don't have to bury you in Maine, but uh, well, you can forget about that in Maine because you cannot put no advertisement uh, in the town of Wales, Maine. City ordinance forbids that any advertisement on any tombstone. I guess they just take it away or make you put a new one down. Yeah, they'll probably make you put a new one. Or that's probably like in the tombstone making process. It's like, oh, I want him to be remembered so much. What what did he do? Oh, he was a great businessman. His business, he brought it out the dirt. He profited above it, and it was one of the biggest things he was proud of. And he has now 5,000 employees. Oh, oh. Yeah, you can't put none of that shit on his headstone, though. You see this? This is law. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, just breaking it down to a breaking their heart. Imagine if you didn't like someone, you just go put a sticker, like <laughs> like an advertisement sticker on something on their headstone. They got to get removed and shit. And then the family gets fined afterwards. Yeah, for having the morticians, the advertisement on the on the headstone. 
also illegal in Maine, stepping out of a plane that is flying in the air. (laughs) (laughs) Stepping out of a plane that's flying in the air. Uh, Obviously, uh, if anybody knows, I guess this was back in the day, like maybe in the Wright Brothers, when they used to walk, people used to walk on planes and shit for stunts. But if you're in a commercial plane, that shit gets airlocked because of the cabin pressure and the altitude. You can't just walk out. You can't, like, even if you would walk up to them planes, that's something about movies that I don't understand is you can't just walk up to them pressurized doors and they just open. You ain't opening that shit. It's got too much force behind it. That's why when planes get blown up and you see people getting sucked out of it, it's because of the pressure. Right. You can't just open them. Peppy, I'm sorry. Having Christmas decorations up after January the 14th, that should be a fucking nation law. Right. People, like some people down the road still light their Christmas shit up and it's like in January. Like, what the fuck are you, how can you even pay your Clico bill first off? (laughs) How are you paying these ridiculous rates for electricity in our state, but you still are lighting up Christmas shit? Yeah, that should have been taken down weeks ago. Like, I I don't know, dude. It's like the holiday, the way holidays was when I was a kid and the way it was pronounced, the way it is nowadays and the way people feel about a lot of holidays, it's totally different. It is two different nutshells. Growing up, there'd be Christmas lights all over town. And now you got the few people that put them up and then you got the few people that leave them up all year round now, apparently. Right. But, uh, I'm sorry, I'm talking, uh, Scrolling down the street playing a violin is also illegal in Maine and selling uh, mercury thermometers. thermometers. Uh, Hey, I had a good uh, Uranus joke about that. Uh, Check out episode 178, Planet Hopping. Uh, Shout out to Alex for being on that episode. And uh, I actually thoroughly enjoyed that episode. I always like when we, we dibble into the outer space spectrum of the world of knowledge, I guess right, you would yeah, say. Right, yeah, same. Uh, I got some more if you would like me to keep going. Or you got some, Cleve? Yeah, like I know I know a few off at the top of my head. Like in one state, uh, it's actually illegal to cry on the witness stand. And can you guess what state that is? To cry on the witness stand. To cry on the witness stand, it's illegal to do that. Uh, it's actually kind of a good law, too, because... The impression. Yeah, the impression. Uh, that the would give the, uh, the jurors, yeah. I would say. Yeah. California. I guess ah! correct. Yeah, you got one yeah, right. Got one. Yeah, man. That's pretty right. Yeah. Yeah. California is illegal to cry on the witness stand. I, I totally get that because I was like, man, you got Hollywood. You got like all the actors and stuff. And like people can like cry on the spot and like make an impressionable judgment in favor for something that someone may or may have not done. Also, in this state, it's illegal to wear a tie on any beach in this state or in this city. Uh, Hold up. I'm sorry about the static. Uh, If you wear a tie, you get a $500 fine. I I know this because you told me this in the past, so I can't. I'm not going to answer. I'm going to go with uh, Washington. Nah, it's uh, in Texas, in South Padre Island, it's illegal. Like, I learned this whenever I went there. It's like it's illegal to wear a towel on the beach or do any type of business work because, like, something about the areas being um, an area for a result or vac- uh, resort or vacation, 
Yeah. And you're not allowed to do like any type of like outside or uh, remote work or any other places. It's designed for you strictly to have fun and enjoy the activities that are in place for you there while you visit and enjoy your vacation. So no ties. Yeah. No, no, what, uh, that's, that's formal wear, right? That would be like ties. Yeah, like formal wear, like ties, uh, like the docker shoes. Oh, I like slacks. that. It's like basically like, hey, that's a party law. Then. Yeah, yeah, it's a party you, law. Like, hey, you coming down here to our place? We going to party. Fuck that tie. Yeah, we party and fuck that tie. We cutting that tie. I would like to do a video, like, just to break it, just to see how, like, do like, like grow a GoPro of that. Yeah. Be like, hey, we know this law. We're going to try to break this shit and see how it actually comes. I would I would be happy <laughs> as hell if they, they'd be like, well, what are you doing? I'm yeah, the motto down there is no regrets. No regrets. No regrets. Ooh. Hey, that's their motto. <laughs> oh, um, Them devilish pickle packers. Oh, yeah. What's the other one? Okay. In this state, every man must wear a shirt whenever they ride on a motorcycle. Uh, Tennessee. Yeah, Minnesota. Minnesota. Boy, Minnesota. It's illegal <laughs> for you to ride your bike <laughs> with your shirt off <laughs> on the roof. Hey, I ain't that how they say it, the roof. <laughs> oh, as long as you got a, a Aaron Rodgers shirt on, a Aaron Rodgers tattoo on your chest, it's fine. Or a cheese head. But other than that. Oh, yeah. Also in Minnesota, in the city of, I think it's uh, Bernard. Yeah, in Bernard, Minnesota, by law, all the men are required to wear a beard. See, I fit in good there. I grew up natural and nice. Yep, I thought about beard. you when I saw that one, man. I was like, man, Joe, fit in pretty good, damn good in Minnesota with this beard and this and this uh, motorcycle up there. But you got to keep that shirt on, though. How, but how are you supposed to show off your, your gut, then? Exactly, you can't. Not I mean, if you lived up, if you live up there, and how cold it is, you gotta have that 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 warmth on your body. Got to be a burly guy, you know what I'm saying? And taking your shirt off riding your motorcycle should be an all American freedom. If you if you have the nuts <laughs> to want to ride a motorcycle in Minnesota, in Minnesota, without your fucking shirt on, <laughs> I think it is your fucking God given American right to do that. I, I I would have to go. I need to. I'm hey, gonna form the legislation, and I'm gonna go up there with the right material because this is a law that should should be not tolerated. I mean, by any scale of means. Yeah, they should have like NFL laws, like where your hair is a part of your uniform, so you should be able to like if you're full on burly hairy, it's like your, the hair on your arms and chest and back should consider as you know an article of your clothing, you know, to override that. Especially if you got or that, just that, shave that syndrome, your that werewolf syndrome. Yeah, that werewolf syndrome. Just shave yourself a shirt and you're good to go. Oh, yeah, that is true. I might could get away with that. <laughs> They'd be like, damn, is that? Well, at least, oh, he must have that. Is that hair? Is Man, that is that fur mink coat? Nah, that's body hair, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Flowing in the Minnesota wind. Oh, that cold mountain air, boy. Oh, yeah, that's that Canadian air up there. Man, you getting that fresh air. Also... In Minnesota, in Kalamazoo, uh, it is illegal to serenade your girlfriend. Sorry, Thundercat, but uh, ain't no singing to the ladies to, you know, to get them into the, you know, into the mood. It's illegal in Kalamazoo to serenade it. You know, I would think that would like go into disturbing the peace. Like if you got some guy drunk 
off of he just got off of the motorcycle with his shirt off. <laughs> he was, with his boombox lifting it up above his head as he's the slow rise of the boombox. Susan! <laughs> Susan! <laughs> oh, just dip. Susan! <laughs> look, look. Another look. shot of whiskey. Can't stop looking at the door. <laughs> If you know, you know. Okay, I got one for you, Cleve. Uh, In this state, you cannot curse while driving. Oh, damn. I don't know. I'm going to just throw a state out there. Kansas. It's Maryland. Maryland. Don't expect to be able uh, to release any of your pent-up road rage once you've passed the town line of Roxville, Maryland. Profanity is illegal while driving on any street lane or highway there, and anyone caught cursing or swearing fa- uh, faces a $100 fine. $100? That's it? How uh, how they enforce this is very unclear, and uh, it's a misdemeanor. But $100 fine for cur- Look, I'd take a $100 fine if someone cuts me off or does something crazy while I'm driving. What if it's like $100 for every cuss word? Oh, I'd be in some trouble. I can't even talk half the time. Like, it is a, it's a, a miracle that I can get through some of these episodes without cursing because I curse a lot and just to tone it back. And I could probably get, if it was like a curse word, like when I'm really mad, be in the thousands of dollars because I'd be do- throwing shit out slayer, uh, Say sailors like Kobe himself would be flabbergasted about. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Ginger Bodice out on uh, the boat. Yeah, we got a true. Uh, yeah, we got a true seaman out there in the water, but he'll be back in a couple months. But until then, y'all get to enjoy our voices. Also illegal in Maryland is growing thistles anywhere in your yard. Don't see why that's a thing, but anyways, taking a. Taking a line into the cinema or a movie theater, also known, or wearing a sleeveless shirt. Oh, shit. Wearing a sleeveless shirt in a public park. Almost all my shirts don't have sleeves. Oh, yeah. That's a $10 fine out there. So you get, so if I go to, if I go to Maryland, I'm going to get a redneck fine. They might as well call that the redneck fine because my sleeves come off of 90% of my shirt. Like the only reason I have sleeves on some of my shirts is because I like that go places where people accept that you actually have to wear sleeves on your shirt. But I, I guess I'm what I'm getting is like I'm a barrel chested dude. So when I can cut my sleeves off my shirts, my shoulders are more free. And when I wear like certain short sleeve shirts, it's the way it ri- rises in the back. Right. Yeah. It just it's uncomfortable. Like most of my shirts are sleeveless for the same reason. Like you know they might tug too. Like because when yeah I have broad shoulders. So it's like sometimes some of my shirts are like tug underneath my armpits. So it'll like, if you have sleeves, it'll leave that wet mark yeah. or it'll create that hole where you like go to like reach for something. It's like you got the hole underneath the armpit. That's why it needs to be cut yeah, off. That's so why I like, fuck this shit, man. I'm cutting this shit off. Like make it comfortable. Oh, I got one, Cleve. Uh, in this state, you cannot grease. Greasing of pigs is illegal. Man, it sounds like a Southern state. The greasing of pigs? Yeah. No greasing up pigs in Man. this certain state. Man, Think a little t- north. Oh, a little bit north. A little north on the spectrum of life. 
Montana? No, uh... Minnesota. Oh, Minnesota. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, <laughs> we understand that this is a little boring, but Minnesota sometimes during those long winter, uh, long winters, but oiling up pigs in your living room with a goal, <laughs> a goal of trying to recapture the slippery, uh, slippery swine is the most healthy or productive use of anyone's time. Apparently, pig greasing was such a problem in the state that it was banned and had to be written into law in 1971. Also illegal in Minnesota, sleeping naked, <laughs> entering the state wearing a chicken or duck on your head, driving a red car down Lake Street, eating hamburgers on Sunday, standing around any public building without having a <laughs> reason to be there. <laughs> I could get that one. It's just loitering in front of the law place, making it look like you're busy. <laughs> you ain't really doing shit. Okay, uh, in this state, uh, they tax every sliced bagel. Sliced bagel? Yeah, there's a sale tax for sliced bagels in this state. It's interesting. Uh, would you like to guess which state, Cleve? New York? Damn, New York, New York, New York. Yeah, New York, New York, New York. I, guess, uh, you know, I think of the Big Apple. They get that bagel and that Americano. Uncut, uh, uncut bagels are normally tax-exempt in New York, but a bagel that has been altered in any way by tossing or adding cream cheese, for example, is suddenly considered taxable and automatically jumps in price by $0.08. Cents. What the fuck? $0.08? Cents. I mean, $0.08 cents a lot. Also legal in uh, New York is taking or looking at anyone while riding an elevator, wearing slippers after 10 p.m., greeting someone by putting your thumb to your nose and wiggling your fingers. So this is illegal? Yeah, that's illegal. Uh, <laughs> I did the gesture uh, just for everybody. Uh, I encourage everybody to do it, too. You just put your thumb to your nostril and you just give your fingers a little... Yeah, like you're playing a flute or a wind instrument. Yeah, just a little wiggle. <laughs> yeah, I know one of them in New York I read, like, it's uh, etiquette, like, in an elevator that you, uh, you're not to talk to anyone. You got to look down at the floor, and you got to have your hands across, like, in a fold over your lap when you're riding all elevators. That's crazy. I've seen that in, like, Hollywood move, like in Hollywood TV shows and stuff like that, like where people ride in the elevator, and it's like nobody's talking to anybody. Or like every now and again, you'll have the occasional person like look up, look around, but uh, for the most part, like everybody rides in the elevator with their head head down, hands on their lap, folded between the yeah. Uh, also illegal is selling raw hamburgers and eating while swimming in the ocean in New York. Who the fuck? He's like, hey, I need to eat this coney right now. <laughs> <laughs> Catch these waves and eat this coney. I wonder why it is illegal. You know, someone probably, or they might attract something else to eat you like a shark. I'm a, uh, I got one more for you, Cleve, and we had dive out of this, uh, this crazy dumb laws in America. Uh, my final one, I guess, would be don't buy junk from a, don't buy junk from a drunk. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to read this one. This is in Wyoming. The fact this state regulates sound more than a country music lyric than a law doesn't make any real sense. 
buying any kind of scrap metal, rubber, rags, or pl- paper from someone who is under the influence of alcohol is strictly prohibited in this state. Also illegal in Wyoming is being drunk in a mine, taking pictures of a rabbit between Jan- January and April, shooting a fish, falling too, falling too close to a fence, and a woman standing five feet of a bar while drinking. So, yeah. I hope the listeners enjoyed, or unless you got something else, Cleve, you want to throw on that? Some weird laws? I think I got one more. This was off also off at the top of my head, but in this city, it's illegal to play any instrument without a uh, like without a license. Like you can't play music for the purpose of a gathering or you know entertainment. Tennessee. Nope. I thought it'd be Nashville, Tennessee. No, uh, it's uh, here in Louisiana, Lafayette, Louisiana. Lafayette? Yeah, Lafayette is illegal. I knew it to was play. in New Orleans for sure. Yeah, Lafayette is illegal, like like street events and all of that, like street performances where like large gatherings of crowds like gather to see. Like you gotta have like it's a law that you gotta have a permit. But I think that's like in most states though. Like I know in Denver, it's a, you gotta have a law to play like in bars, like on a corner and things like that. You gotta go to the cap like Capitol Hill. And then they give you like like you pay like a hundred bucks, and uh, or like one twenty five at the time. I think it was like a hundred bucks, but yeah, you pay for a permit. You could play at any designated corner. Like they give you a car, and you fill it out, and then you could play like on any designated corner. If you go to like a bar, you sign the waiver at the place that you know that allows it to be uh, hosted. See, I didn't know none of that. Express information to me for sure. But yeah, definitely. Uh, whenever you making lines of hustle and trying to be an entertainer, you got a, you know, a bag and a guitar on your back. You make the best of it in a laptop. That's tough though. That there's laws out there preventing that, but it's probably somewhat safety too. Who? Yeah, it's safety, soliciting, panhandling. It's like stuff like that where, you know, people try to like crack down on like um, the quality and conditions of living for the people who work and the people who are struggling trying to find work. But uh, how did you enjoy this, uh, these last two segments that we've done? Uh, I know it's been just me and you thugging it out and pushing out these shows, but uh, a lot of times we forget to, you know, ask each other on the show where the listeners know uh, about like our segments and how we came up with them and stuff. Yeah, I thoroughly enjoy it. I mean, it's, you know, it's not pressured. It's, you know, it, it takes time to, like, come up with content, like, just to be fresh with new ideas, which is why we mostly encourage our listeners to email us or, you know, just to reach out to, you know, kind of give some ideas. Or, and not even just that, you know, it's just um with the past few segments, it's just, you know, I, I've touched on a lot of things that I haven't been able to, like with most people, and to have something to be able to, like, get it out of even if a person like makes it this far to listen to some of the things that we talk about is, you know, that's an accomplishment in itself, but you know, it's always information out there to be heard no matter how great or how small, you know, it intrigues, peaks the senses, it creates new ideas and new approaches. But, uh, what's your, what's your overview on? Uh, I, I like how we're trending. We're giving a lot of, uh, good, I mean, you know, I stumble through, you know, the pronunciations of a lot of words and I apologize for that. I will try to get better. 
Somehow at 33 years old, I still haven't found the right way to, you know, put some <laughs> things together, apparently. But, you know, it's a trial, trial and tribulations of my own uh, stutteringness and literacy in a sense. But I, I, I'm thoroughly enjoying it and it makes it very enjoyable for each show, especially learning something. You know, it's always good to always keep an open mind and be able to learn something new. And this is some of the great, you know helping the listeners learn and we're learning something too. So I, I like it. Yeah. Even if you, yeah, even if you already know it and like, it's good to kind of like touch on some things like where, you know, you might've had a passing idea or a thought and, you know, re- like it reoccurs later on, like on a later episode, like how some of these topics, we kind of like went in the subtopics, but we mentioned later that we would bring it up in a, in a later episode. And it's just like how it all connects it. Um, it's definitely, you know, it's got its wormhole to it where the topics kind of range within, you know, the things that touch home with social, medical, economical, and then the things that are far beyond, like, you know, science, space, technology, and, you know, the future advancement of the way things are going. And hopefully for years and years, people listen to Third Coast Podcast, which is available on all major streaming platforms, Instagram, TikTok. Facebook, Spotify, Instagram, iHeartRadio, just wherever you can find us. And and we appreciate everybody. And if y'all get time, make sure that you check out TCP Horde and uh, make sure you post in it. And hey, Cleve, before uh, I got something for us to dive into in a second, but we're going to take a quick, quick break and we'll be right back. Uh, we're going to dive into some of the best fishing spots in louisiana okay i know we always try to bring like something louisiana related to our show and i had found this a little little article and it's a lot of stuff we already know you know what i'm saying would be like toledo bend and you're gonna be like yeah you know but uh we'll be right back after this all right cleve so i got uh some of the best fishing spots in louisiana uh if y'all ain't never been to louisiana or if y'all you know are from Louisiana and you ain't checked out some of these fishing spots. No, uh, we are Sportsman's Paradise. So uh Henderson Lake uh in St. Martin Parish is a real hot spot. Cato Lake. It's on the Louisiana Texas line out by Shreveport. Is considered the most beautiful lake in America by most. Oh, okay. The Chafalaya Basin is a great waterway for fishing. We got uh Calcasieu Lake which is south of Lake Charles, which is great for uh, trout, redfish, flounder. I've actually caught flounder down there before myself. Yeah, my brother has as well. Uh, crabbing down there is real good, too. Uh, Lake Durborn. Yeah, Lake Durborn. Yeah. 1,500 square acres of cypress swamp. It's great for hunting and fishing. Toledo Bend. Of course, everybody's been to leave yeah. in Lake Pontchartrain's great for fishing, uh, Grand Isle, the Red River, and the Sarto. This is out by Alexandria. I've never heard of it. Oh, well, whatever. Anyways, there's a lot of cool places in Louisiana that you go fish. I had to uh, try to find a way to put some Louisiana flair into it. Uh, yeah, we got some pretty good, like, white perch. Yeah, white perch is a big thing, you know, around crawfish season, which will probably be coming next month, I want to say. Speaking of crawfish, I still, it baffles me every year how much money 
people actually spend to eat crawfish and how early they demand it too. There's some mud bug critters, you know? Yeah, I'm pretty sure the prices this year are probably going to double like used to where it was like $20 a sack. You're going to be paying 40 to $50 for a sack of crawfish. And people are going to be dropping like $500 to $1,000 on crawfish bowls. Like, if you're a big fan of crawfish, like I know people single-handedly that could eat like five pounds of crawfish. Like, it's just snack food. Like my brother being one of those people, Grover, he could eat the fuck out of. Oh some yeah, Grove loves crawfish. Yeah, Grove and my sister. Yeah, she uh she love her crawfish too. I like them. I just peel slow. Yeah, yeah, I peel slow as fuck. But you know, it's like they got a way of like pinch. Like they'll peel one part of the shell, pinch the tail, and like pull everything out like all in one, in one motion. And then you got the crawfish enthusiast who recommends you eat the whole crawfish. Uh, I do suck the heads. Yeah, of where the you get like you get the full flavor. Now it ain't just now nah, you gotta eat them. Kobai eats the rib cage and everything. Yeah, and he the eats brains. everything. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you suck it, I think that's the part of eating the brains of the crawfish. Well, like I eat the yeah. We're taking the soul of the crawfish. Down yeah, here. like I eat the paws and I eat the tails. Like paws got meat, tails got meat. Like I ain't you know I ain't crawfish enthusiast. You know I'm I'm just like a. I'm a basic crawfish eater. Yeah, I, I ain't too big. I like a good etouffee every now and again, but like the act of just sitting there eating, peeling and eating them, uh, I, I'm i more for the social gathering. You know, you boil yeah, more crawfish, for the crawfish. Yeah, boil the crawfish. I'm going to come over, drink some beer, and eat your potatoes. Yeah, you got the potatoes, got the corn. You know, some people do shrimp on the side. You see some people been putting pickles in there? See, the for me, like a good boil, you know, you got your spices, you got your lemon, you got your citrus and everything, and your water. You know, if you got any secret ingredient, like... Um, and pickles? Devilish pickles. Do, do they bounce, though? Uh, I, I, they ain't real pickles. Because, I mean, it ain't, it ain't a real bounce. pickle. You know, it ain't a pickle if it don't bounce. <laughs> but, uh, let me pull up uh, our artists of the week. And big shout-out to all the artists that continually let us host their music at the end of our show. And it always brings a good music element to our show because... We love to get all the artists' music out there for everybody to listen to because mainstream radio is watered down. And y'all should be listening to these independent artists who are trying to make something. They got great music. So uh, Jordan Blaine, uh, he grew up in a very small farm town of Massachusetts where he began began developing his love for singing and writing songs at 14 years old. And he also started rapping and writing raps and hip hop because he didn't know how to play any instruments or write melodies, but he wanted to be able to write and tell stories. So in college, it was part of his way to get into his hip hip hop collective called Dubsy, where he was a songwriter and artist. And he always loved country music, but honestly hated being referred to as a rapper. So after a short hiatus from music, and during the COVID pandemic of 2020, he learned how to play guitar. And from that point, uh, he started writing his own country songs. His ultimate long-term goal is to be a strong writer for a big-time country, to be a big-time country artist or a breakout artist all by himself. And his whole passion is just writing lyrics. And when writing uh, it comes, uh, his lyrics have real true meaning and tell stories that everybody can relate to. And this song y'all be listening to at the end of the show at the Words of Wisdom is When You Leave. 
But uh, you got any uh, words of wisdom for the listeners, Cleve? Something you need to tell everybody. I didn't get that far. Um, gosh, where where do we uh, where do we begin? Yeah, I guess um, you know I know I said it was kind of like on the spot, but you know one thing that I, if I think about my week and what I deal with, I would just say uh, my words of wisdom would be to lead by example. You know, just uh, sometimes when you're in a environment where decisions have to be made on a daily basis, if it's single handedly, like what's the next thing I'm going to do or, you know, what's the next step that I'm going to take that it could either be within a means of safety. It could be in a means of growth, you know, to lead by example, you know, in that area. It's just like not only to prove to yourself, like to be your own example, to train your mindset to achieve past what you expect of yourself, you know, constantly work to develop and not only working with yourself, like where you see people kind of like maybe falling short. If people were more receptive to coaching and constructive responses, then, you know, to lead by this example, just share what you know with people because it may help them in the long run even if they didn't even ask or bring it into topic, you know, just to be a representation of something to your peers is uh, my words of wisdom. But uh, how about you? My words of wisdom this week is don't be afraid to approach a difficult conversation. Sometimes it might be hard to talk about some things, but I guess talking is one of the biggest things to get everything said and get some understanding going. And don't shy away from the hard conversations, especially when it comes to like your kids and stuff. Sometimes that you need to have that, you know, talk or just with significant others, friends, family or whatever. Don't be afraid to have the uncomfortable conversations. But uh, I do got words of wisdom collectively from this show is uh, Circles Podcast. If your pickles don't fucking bounce, they ain't fucking pickles. <laughs> and this Gator, what it do? <laughs> what it do? And Shemaine, Cleve. We love y'all. Uh, check out this great music.
So 